Welcome to the Four Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Ivy Lassiter, and I'm so glad you're here. Pop in your earbuds and multitask while we talk about all the parenting stuff, lessons learned, funny stories, and practical wisdom from normal people who've been there. Let's get started. On today's episode, I'm talking with Vicki about how her time with Jesus has impacted the way she parents. Vicki has three awesome children. One is now a teacher, one is in college, and one is a senior in high school. We will talk practically about when and how to pray and spend time with God. We talk about how she did it when she had little kids and how she does that now. There's lots of great ideas in here. But I work with Vicki, so she is a part of my weekly life, possibly daily life. I get to spend a lot of time with her. And she is one of those people that inspires and encourages me in my parenting journey. And I mean, honestly, just life in general. And with her, I never feel like her life is like big and fancy and grand, but it's simple and very meaningful. I'm inspired by it and I'm drawn to it, honestly. So get ready. There is so much good stuff in here. Okay, so Vicki, think back to when your kids were little, and what did your time with God look like then? You know, that's a hard question because everything's a blur. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, one of the biggest memories I have, I did a Bible study that was through the church, Mm -hmm. and it was on Colossians. Mm -hmm. It was a K. Arthur Bible study, I think. And... I just, that was, it was probably like 1999, 2000. Kristen was maybe six months old. I just remember that is when I would really sit working on that Bible study. And that's when I really started feeling like I was really communicating with God and Jesus in a different way, like deeper. Yeah. And I thought it was odd that, you know, it's during a time when my kids are so little, but it, it worked for whatever reason. And I was trying to think, like, how did I can see myself sitting at my kitchen table, just spending this time with God. And I'm thinking in my mind now, where were my children? <laughs> yeah. But I, the only thing I can think of is that my kids have always, I've been blessed with kids that sleep late. Yes. Even when they were little. Yeah. Um, so that's the only thing I think of is probably in the morning before they got up or maybe Brian was at preschool and Kristen was napping, that kind yeah. of thing. So um, you just take the time you can get. and But that really did change my life. That Colossians Bible that, study. Yeah, it changed the way I, like, relate to God. Yeah. It changed the way. It made me desire Him in a different way, like for Him for who He is, not just for Bible knowledge or yes. that kind of thing. So that was a really special, special time for me. But it is hard, and sometimes you just have to, whatever you're doing during the day, you just have to take advantage of any moment that you have alone. Like, it was really hard for me to say, Okay, I'm not gonna work in the kitchen. I'm not gonna clean the house. I'm not gonna, you know, yes. do this. There's kind always of stuff. a million things to do. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And so you just take the time you can, uh-huh. and then you just kind of learn to have this running conversation with God throughout the day as much as you can. And like, okay, this is a the dumbest story, but <laughs> I I, vi- I vividly remember this. Isn't it so funny how you remember the weirdest oh, things? Yes. Yeah. I vividly remember one night. Everybody was going crazy, and I'm cooking dinner, and I was, for some reason, I was waiting for water to boil on the stove Yes, for whatever was next. And I kept walking by, and it wasn't boiling, and I was like, God, 
would you just please make that water boil? <laughs> and literally the next time I walked over, it was like boiling. It was about to just shoot out of the no. water. It was boiling too hard. And I just ran to my room. Well, I turned the burner off first. I ran to my room and I just fell on my knees and I was uh-huh. like, God, you're so funny. I, <laughs> you know, so like little things like that. Yes. Just whatever you're doing in the crazy, just try to include God and he, because he's there anyway. Yes. So. Yes. Well, and I think it can feel often like you got to be sitting and in this, you know, disciplined yeah. Bible study, which God spoke to you through the, the disciplined Bible study too. But yes. like, I think the reality of having, being a mom with little kids is, hey, you can also experience God while you're waiting for your water to boil for dinner Yeah, in a hectic time like that, you yeah. know? Um, what I also think is interesting. Okay. So the Colossians Bible study, it wasn't like the first Bible study you ever did. No, no. And there had been how many Bible studies? <laughs> A lot probably that you had done. And that specific one yeah, changed your life. And so the discipline, I think there are times where we do a Bible study or we sign up for some sort of, and it just doesn't move us. Mm-hmm. Do you think like there's certain studies that we might sign up for and or like commit to and it's like I don't feel like this is changing me but it doesn't mean that you should stop doing them. The next one might be the one that is the one that you're like that completely. I have I have certain studies that were I can look back in my life and go that completely changed like the trajectory of my life. Yes. And those other ones it's not that they're not valuable because just because you don't remember a specific thing you learned from them doesn't mean that God didn't somehow plant it in your heart and is using it. You know, just like you don't remember you don't remember learning to walk or talk or all those things, but you know it happened somehow. So I think it all contributes to your growth. That is so sure. good. Yeah. Okay, you sort of touched on it, but is there anything you want to add on during the days when your kids were little? What disciplines or things helped you continue? Anything you want to add to that? One thing I always loved to do when they were really little, mm-hmm. like, and I would be rocking them or something, is yeah. just, like, pray over them as I yeah. was rocking them. And especially those it's, – <laughs> it, it's easy to say this now since I'm not in the middle of it, but, yeah. you know, those middle-of-the-night feedings when you're yeah. up all by yourself and you're just like, go back to sleep, you yes. know, and just, yes. to, just to take those moments and just thank God for who they are and pray a blessing over them and right that kind of thing. I'm out of that season of having a tiny baby. You're really out of that season of having a tiny baby. And in the moment, it's so stinking hard. It is. And now when we're sitting here, I'm like, you know what? Like I, there are parts of it that I, I really loved. That's true of every single stage of parenting. They're all hard, but they're all amazing at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And I do rocking. I remember rocking Harris and like those, I would just talk to God as I, and as I rocked him. And that was like, I, I, I that was one of the sweetest times with God. Oh yeah. And it occurred to me the other day, cause he doesn't, he's four. He doesn't, he's not rocked anymore. And it, it occurred to me the other day, like, I really miss that. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you could tell your younger mom self something, what would you say? Okay, this is such an interesting question, but I I really think it's been interesting because as I've listened to the podcast you've already done, Mm -hmm. 
like I find myself going, oh man, I wish I would have known that or I wish I would have done that. And I even did it when I was raising my kids and I can remember being in a a little seminar for parenting here at this church when my kids were younger. And I remember an older mom saying the same thing. Well, I wish I would have known this. And I think the thing you need to know is that it's great to get advice. It's great to, you know, learn about parenting, but you're not going to be able to do all the things. Like you can't take everybody's story and include everything they did that was right because number one, it may not be right for your family. Mm -hmm. And number two, you just can't do it all. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to do it all because God's going to pick up the slack. So I think what you have to do is just glean, like if you can just glean like one little thing, like from maybe each of these podcasts you do or from whatever, a book you read about parenting and say, okay, this is the thing. This is the thing I need to focus on right now. Yes. And so just kind of focus on, you can't, you just can't do it all and don't beat yourself up. Just do the part that you can do right then and just pray and ask God, you know, to develop your child the way that he in spite of you yeah (laughs) you know because you know we're not gonna i mean yes we can make poor decisions when we parent but ultimately god has a plan for their life yeah and he's gonna make it and then i i think one other thing i would say is to really just focus on who your children are becoming instead of maybe how they're acting Hmm, not that they you should let them run amok and you know do whatever they want but the reason for our discipline is not so we can have a perfect child so people can pat us on the back and say, look how good your kids are. Yes. It's be- you want to discipline them in a way that will help them become mm-hmm. who God wants them to be. Yeah. So think. I want to think of an example of that. Like if your kids are pitching a fit in the middle of the grocery store, what does that look like to think in that moment? What are they becoming rather do you know what i mean because yeah. i think in the moment you're like just shut up i know i'm so embarrassed and yeah. i'm so annoyed because i just want to get this groceries do you see what i mean uh-huh. so uh-huh. process what that looks like well i think obviously sometimes a lot at one time brian this wasn't a fit and oh my gosh he's going to kill me for saying this but one time <laughs> actually he won't he's my maybe, kid maybe brian won't listen he's though. my he's my kid that's that's pretty you know he doesn't care what i say about he him he won't but, be embarrassed um literally when he was potty training one time we were in the grocery store and he just went to the bathroom oh yeah like his like, whole great. jeans are soaked yes. and my temptation was like to be like Brian, what are you doing? Yes. You should have told me. And I just said, okay, we're just going to go home and change your pants. And I just left my cart Uh (laughs) with all the stuff in it. Yeah. Um, So, and I don't know if that's a great example, but just maybe showing them grace. Yes. But also, like, at the right time saying, okay, Brian, you've really got to take this seriously. Let me know when you need, you know. That kind of thing. Right. But in the middle of the grocery store, um, shaming or... And even like all your parents sometimes saying, you know, they like get onto their child and I just think don't berate them in front of everybody. Yes. I'm not saying you shouldn't discipline them and definitely right. correct them. Also, even just um, like there are times when my children choose to use their time in a way that I don't really think is the best use of their time. Yeah. But I just like, you know what? God's creating them to be, you know, 
or 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 trying to make them fit a mold that may not be what like maybe you want your child to be an athlete or whatever. Yes. Well, if that's not their gift, then don't force that on them just because all the other kids are signing up for soccer right. or whatever. Try to try to see what they're good at and yeah. and develop Keep keep eternity in mind, yes. I guess, is what I'm saying. Yes. It's so much more. I would much rather my children have a really strong relationship with God now as mm-hmm. older kids than to have become this person that acts the way I want them to act. Yeah. But doesn't, that the world says, wow, right, that's great. You right. want them to be the person that God wanted them to be rather than. Right. Okay, so how is your time with God different now than it was then? Or is it? I mean. Well, I think it's interesting because... I think a lot of parents with younger children probably, and I always thought this too, is that I'll have so much time when my kids are older. <laughs> I know, and that's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> you know, honestly, you you do have more time. It's just, but it's different because there's always something to take your attention away from God, huh. and I really believe that that's probably a strategy of the devil. Yes, is that keep them busy. Yes. And so I've even learned even now as my children are like my youngest is a senior in high school now. And if I don't get up and spend my time with God in the morning, and I'm not saying everyone has to spend their time with God in the morning, but for me, if I don't do that, even if I think I have a pretty open day, yes, I can do this this afternoon or whatever, it never rarely happens right. because you get sidetracked and this comes up and you go, oh, I got to do that. And so... I would say that is one thing, and then um, that I learned is that it's still hard. Yeah, you still have to make it a priority. Yeah. You have to be determined that yes. this is what I'm going to do. Um, and so the way it's changed is more because less because of the fact that my kids are older, and more because of the time that has been invested in the past. And as I've grown, like I spend more time now probably praising God huh. than just asking Him for things. Yes. I spend more time um, like, oh, I, I do more like creative things like when I'm with God. And, and part of this came when I did my prayer room, which I think we're going to talk about yes, later. Yeah, but yeah. Um, like I'll just color and like listen to music or I'll yes. sing or I'll um, meditate or I can uh, sometimes I just listen. Uh-huh. You learn you learn to hear God's voice the more you practice that. Yes. And so I think that's more the way it's changed yeah. in, than in the fact that my kids are older. And and part of the thing of praising God more is, number one, the more you, time you spend with Him, the more you know Him. The more you know Him, you're going to realize how amazing He is. And also just the things that I've seen Him do in my kids' lives. Yeah. And it, just, it really does bring you to your knees because you know that it's not because you're such a great parent, but it's because God is working in their yes. lives. And that's very special. Yes. Yeah. If and someone's listening that's like, I could never be like that. I could never just have that kind of relationship with God. But what I want you to hear is, Vicki, you were not like this 20 years ago. Mm-mm. This has been 20 years or how, how many years of yeah. doing this and it gets better. Yes. And there are definitely seasons when I'm not as good at it. 
you know, yeah. when I let or it go. Or it's not as enjoyable, maybe. Exactly. Or, you know. Yeah, it's not like I'm this person who gets up and spends an hour with God every day. Yes. I'm not, I, but I try to be. And yeah. when I do, it's always worth it. Yes. I can remember being in college. I had a friend, his name was Monty, and he w- told me one day that he had started praying one hour every day. And he was so, <laughs> wow. he was so like, it's changed my life. And I'm sitting there thinking, are you crazy? <laughs> pray for an hour yeah you know so so it just god just puts these little things just just follow god where he leads you and trust him and and the more you get to know him as a person and the less you spend it and and i i do love to study the bible for the for the knowledge as well don't get me wrong yes oh super important yeah but it's not just about that it's about who god is yes um, and about treating him like a real relationship yeah Okay, so talk to me about your prayer room. Okay. <laughs> so this all started um, when I saw the movie War Room. Uh-huh. And if you haven't seen it, it's about a woman who is mentored by another older believer uh, about how to really increase and deepen her prayer life. Okay. And so what she actually does is she cleans out her closet and she literally moves all her clothes into another closet, which I can't do because I don't have that kind of a house, but a big enough house to do that. But and she she put a beanbag chair in there and snacks. And she I love it. Snacks. <laughs> I haven't seen um, the movie, so I Well, need... that was when she was really starting to learn, wasn't yes. sure what to do. But right. anyway, when she really got serious about it, she was writing all these prayers and oh. and prayed very specific things for her family because yeah. her family was struggling and her marriage was struggling. But anyway, so that got me the idea. I just loved the idea of having a space that was just dedicated to that. Yeah. Um, and so at the time, the only closet or room I could confiscate in our yes, house yeah. was Brian's closet in his room. He was at college at the time. And so, and it was pretty empty. It wasn't totally empty, but it was empty enough for me to get in a little corner. And I took up there, like, I had a, a notebook of just like some blank paper and a bunch of pens. Yeah. And I just started writing out prayers for my children. Yeah. And I would tape them to the wall and I would put pictures up there. I even had like one time the children's children's ministry did a thing where you passed out cards of everybody in the children's ministry. I don't remember if it was just leaders or if it was kids too. And we were gonna yeah. pray for them. Yeah. And I had your card. Oh, and it was taped to my wall. No. And I would pray for you and oh. um and I put my, I have one of those Bibles where, you know, it's got things you can color in it. I yes. put all that up there. Yes. And I just started praying very specific prayers for my kids. I love to pray scripture for my kids uh-huh. because I just believe anything that's scriptural, God's going to answer that prayer. Yes. You know, if, and. Um, it's not a selfish prayer you know how you right. have those that are like if this is your will but if it's scripture you yes. know it's god's will for them to grow as a christian for them to stop worrying for them to trust him with all your heart for them yes. to love him all those things and my mom told me after i was grown that she prayed a specific bible passage for all of us kids as, as we were growing up so i wrote that out i put my kids names in oh, to the spots where it awesome. said like you and I, so now I, I love that I'm praying the same prayer for my kids that my that mom, mom prayed for me. Yeah. And um, so 
And it's just real. And, and I didn't just pray for my kids. It started growing. And I would obviously pray for things like my job at the church. I work with kids seeing and, and I'd have a lot of prayers about that. Oh, yeah. And I'd pray for my kids' friends. One of the things I wish I had learned earlier was to really embrace my kids' friends. Yes. I love making them feel like they belong in our home. Yes. And when you pray for your kids' friends, all of a sudden the things you don't like about your kids' friends, you have a different perspective, right? Yes. And um, there is, you know, specifically uh, one of my daughters had a friend that I was not comfortable with. Yeah. And they were very close. Yeah. And I started praying um, for myself, for my heart, for wisdom, and for her. Yeah. And... Um, she's now like a part of our family. Um, and so, and Brian too, he's had some friends that I was like, and literally one of them doesn't know Jesus. And I pray for him every day to oh receive gosh. Christ. Yes. And if there's no other reason that they're friends, maybe that it's that it's that he'll see Jesus and Brian and yeah. become a believer. So. And, and I mean, that's not to say you let your friends or, you know, right. you do have to have monitor yes. and have boundaries. But at the same time, I realized that at some point you've got to start trusting your children's judgment. Yeah. And that and, and that really caused like this situation with Kristen and her friend caused some conflict with us for a while when she yeah. was a teenager. And whenever I it was like when God said, you need to give her freedom and you need to trust her. Hmm. And not only did my feelings change, but it helped my relationship with Kristen. Yeah. That is so cool. Oh, and speaking of Kristen, um, this, (laughs) one of the things that happened about two or three weeks after I did this prayer call, I I didn't tell anybody in my family I had done it. I just went up and did it in the morning when nobody was there. Yeah. um, One day I walked in there and Kristen had written out prayers for every one of us and taped them up on the wall. So she had gone in there at some point and found it, and she wrote down her own prayers and stuck them up on the wall. And I, and she was a high schooler? She was probably 10th or 11th grade. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, it just made me weep. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Now, okay, I want to go back to praying scripture for your kids. For someone who's never done this, how did you find scripture that you wanted to pray for your kids? Oh, that's a great question. And I sh- I've got all, I brought my little box of all my papers. I should have looked through them and saw what I prayed. But I ha- a lot of it is, I would pray a lot of these things for myself right. as I started growing right. in my relationship with Christ. And it would, and, or if I saw a specific thing in them that I thought, Ooh, I wish God would develop this in them or, you know what I mean? And, um, so it kind of became just like, I started with that passage that my mom gave me and it's from Colossians. It's from the first chapter of Colossians. It talks about growing spiritual roots and, you know, bearing fruit and all this stuff. And so anything that I felt would draw them closer to God. Yeah. And so if, 
you know, even just something like Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. God, I pray you will help my kids trust you with all their heart, whatever they're going through. If they're going through a specific situation, I might look up something like uh, if they're constantly having a negative attitude. You can go in your concordance and look up encourage and see what verses are about encouragement or something like that. Yeah. You or know. Google. Just, yeah. you know, hey. Or if they're worried about something, look up peace. Yes. You know? yeah. Yes. A big one that I pray for my kids is the uh, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer. And petition. Let, yeah. yeah. Let your request be made known to God and the peace of God will fill you. And so it's just really, it's really, really cool. And another thing is like if we would – like we started this thing a few years ago that where everybody picks a word for the year, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so whatever word they picked for themselves, I would like look up scriptures about that word. Yes. And pray that like if it was light, like I would look up scriptures about how to be light. Yes. And or if it was joy or whatever the word was that they said they was gonna be their word for the year. Okay, I wanna hear about things that you've prayed for that you now see the answers. It's so interesting to look back at the struggles you go through with your kids and then to actually see the way God used them. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, there's a verse that talks about God bringing down strongholds. Yeah. And I prayed that for Brian a lot. And and the other thing, God gave me Romans eight twenty eight for him. All things work together for good, that yes. those who love God. And yeah. the interesting thing about that verse is that the next verse says, I can't remember the exact wording, but it's basically saying that the good is conforming you to the image of Christ. Huh. And so God, it was like God just said to me, I am working. Yeah. I am working. You can't see it always, but I'm working and I'm making him more like Jesus. Yeah. And so even though it was such a struggle— as to watch him go through some of that stuff, it helped me to be an encourager to him, to trust God with yeah. him and all that. Um, same thing with Kristen. We already talked about the Friend. whole thing with the yes. friendship. And then just even things like college decisions and praying over those and seeing the way God answers those. And one of the things that I would do is when I would have a prayer written on the wall, and if I felt like God had given me an answer, I just wrote thank you over it. And so oh. now when I look back through those pages, I see so many thank yous. That's why it's important for me to write things down. Yeah. I'm not going to remember most of them. Yeah. And But I'll go back and look at them and be like, oh, my gosh, I forgot all about that. If we don't intentionally acknowledge the ways that God, we've seen God work, Mm -hmm. it's so easy to forget that he's going to take care of it. Yeah. I I feel like sometimes I struggle to trust what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And the best encouragement for me in that moment when circumstances are hard is to look back and go, I don't know. God was faithful then and then and then and then and then and then. Why would it be any different today? Right. When you write it down and see it, there's something in our brains that helps us remember. Yeah. I guess it's why the, you know, in the Old Testament, they talk about Ebenezer. They needed a reminder, you know. Yeah, or the memorial stone. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we want to be reminded that God was faithful. Yeah. And, you know, one big prayer that God, I feel like God answers is still answering in my life in regards to my kids is I prayed a long time for God to give me opportunities to have meaningful faith conversations with them. Mm -hmm. Cause it's so easy to like 
And I know I've heard you talk about, you know, you have this thing you're going to do with your kids. It's going to be this big moment. Oh, gosh. And it doesn't always turn out how we plan. Oh, for sure. So yeah. my prayer was always like, you know, give me those opportunities. Help me to recognize them. Yes. Or help them initiate them. Yes. And um, there have been times when, like, I was alone in the car with Kristen for a long time one time, and I just remember praying, God, I pray you'll help us to have a really good conversation. And literally, like, two seconds later, she goes, Mom, I need to tell you about some things that happened on this mission trip I went on. And uh, it was just so cool. And, and Gina, when she was struggling with this whole COVID thing and all the things she's lost out on this being yes, her senior year. Yes. And I, I really wanted to say to her, Gina, this is not that big a deal in light of eternity. But I didn't. <laughs> I was like, I can't say that. No, because um, it is a big deal in her world. But yeah. But do you know what happened? What? Like in that same conversation, I'm sh- I'm like biting my tongue and she goes, but you know, mom, I still have heaven. <gasps> and I was like... <laughs> I almost crashed the car. <laughs> I was like, what? And I'm so thankful I didn't say anything because then I would not have had the gift of hearing her say it. Yes. Because it's so much more meaningful for them when they discover it on their own yes. or when God shows it to them directly. Yes. Um, yes. So th- that those are the very sweet times is that. And, and I heard someone, Beth Moore said, I heard her in a, years, years ago, say the most the thing I pray for my kids most often is that they will love God. Yeah. And that really changed the way I prayed for my kids, too. And, yeah. I mean, I still pray, yeah, help them make the soccer team or do good in school or whatever, meet the right spouse. Yes. All those. I still pray that. But those things are not as important to me when you're focusing on, I just want them to love God. Yeah. And then if they do, he's going to He's going to lead them. All of these So much better than I can. Yeah. Yeah. Any other words of wisdom? Just trust God. Trusting God with your kids is is really a hard thing, but and it's a journey. Yeah. And just start somewhere. For me, it started the day the day I brought Brian home from the hospital because yeah. he had been sick and hadn't you know he had to stay in the hospital a little long because yeah. he had stopped breathing some when he was a baby and the first night we were home. You know, I was not going to, I was going to stare and watch him sleep all night to make sure he stayed awake. And I heard God say to me, no, I'm the God who does not sleep or slumber. And, and I believed him and that has grown and cultivated in me. And that came back when Brian had his brain surgery right before he went to college. He had this weird thing with brain surgery. And I, I just remember thinking you took care of him first night he was home and I know you don't promise to keep him bodily safe you don't he doesn't promise us that yeah but but you can still have peace because he's eternally secure so it's just just really whatever works in your life just talk to God about helping you release your kids to him yeah because it's so freeing yeah and it's so, so amazing to see him work in their lives. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm like teary-eyed, so I'm <laughs> going to sound a little. <laughs> but um, I get to work with Vicki, so I know her very well, and I get to process things with her. And so if you're someone listening and you're going like, I want this. I just need to process or talk this out or you know, I just have more questions about this. I just, Vicki, I just want, Vicki would love, if you would email her, I'll include the email in here. Oh, yeah. She would love to talk with you about it. Definitely. 
So she's so great at that, really. If you're listening and you're going, I want to know more about that, um, please, please, please reach out to Vicki. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for asking me. Okay, so back in June, I started this podcast because I felt compelled by God to do it, right? Um, And I wasn't really sure what he was going to do or why he was wanting this to happen, but I did it. And I'm realizing that one of the reasons he wanted me to do this is because he wanted to speak to me through it. I mean, I hope you're getting something from it as well, so it's not just, you know, selfish, but... I feel so encouraged and spoken truth, honestly, through this personally. And there has yet to be a conversation that I didn't walk away reminded of a truth or sharpened by something. And it came at just the right time. It's it's kind of crazy. And once again, in my conversation with Vicky, he spoke. And it's why I get teary-eyed at the end because I I felt like, okay, God, you you are speaking to me right now. And here's what's happening. My son, Warren, is doing face-to-face school. And it's just hard, you know? And this year, if you're a parent, well, if you know, it, it, there's just a lot of options for our kids right now as far as like, are we doing face-to-face? Are we doing virtual? Are you just going to do homeschool? What are you going to do? And my husband and I made the decision that we were going to do face-to-face. And I find myself questioning Did I make the right choice for Warren? And then last night and this morning, Warren did not want to go to school. I mean, nothing is specifically wrong with school. He couldn't pinpoint. It's just hard. There was panic and tears and all of the components of, you know, meltdowns, right? And for my heart, it's just sad for me. Because you drop him off in the front of the school and see him in seven hours and hope (laughs) it goes okay, right? (sighs) And I get it. There are worse things in the world. This is not, you know, I get it. But regardless, this is just kind of a difficult season. And I, I don't know if you feel that way too. And so I went on a run this morning just feeling heavy with sadness that Warren's having a hard time. And I'm praying to God. And I get this picture of Warren as a 19 year old going out into the world and facing things that he's just not wanting to do. And he's facing them with bravery and courage. And I felt God say, hey, this is a step towards that. And this entire conversation, I felt God speaking to me saying, Ivy, you can trust me with your kids. You can trust that I am forming them to be men that love me. You can trust that I will take care of them. And I just needed to hear that. And so if you left feeling encouraged and you're, you know, struggling with that whole idea of like, okay, I want to trust God with my kids, but this is hard. Just know I am with you. And I am so thankful. I'm so thankful we're in this together. We're on this journey together. I hope you found something that you can relate to from today's conversation. And thanks for joining us. If you have any questions or just want more tips for parents, let me know at ilassiter at fbrichardson.org. I'd love to talk with you. See you next time on the Four Parents Podcast.